It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 79. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, the Feast Season 3 has ended. Our Fan Festival 2017 in Frankfurt coverage, including the keynote and live letter. Stormblood's now available for pre-purchase on Steam. The Abes and High Summoner Attires Exchange is coming soon. Final Fantasy XIV sets the Guinness World Record... The gear design contest for ranged magic slash healer edition deadline is approaching. Developers blog and fan mail, but first let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Ruby, how are you? Hey, what's up, Yelta? I am great. Uh, It's been a good week just doing the same old stuff, just kind of... Going through the motions, I hate to say it like that, but it kind of we're kind of at that spot. There's not really th- anything new under the sun in game, and I guess we've got a little ways to go before we see any diadem action. So at present, um, just kind of doing the triple triad thing, still trying to go for cards, which is leading me into beastman stuffs because I still haven't completed that yet. Uh, but I did complete. <laughs> I'm on it. I completed the Vath, so Vath is done. Um, I was, I was a little surprised that the last quest is basically, hey, good job, you're at, yeah. you're at a Bloodsworn now. That was congrats, and then that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the others are like that. I'm expecting that now. Hopefully not. But then you know, of course, we'll we have this this quest that ties them all together that I'm trying to get to. But folks, the real reason I'm trying to do it is just so I can play the leaders at Triple Triad. <laughs> so once I get that, I swear to you, Yelta, there's a bug or something. I There are 61 playable NPCs, and I have 55 or 56, no, 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 57 at this point beaten. Mm. But I have only two more Beastman leaders to play. So something is wrong. So I'm waiting to unlock those, and then I'm going to do the Eorzea World Tour <laughs> and stand next to every damn NPC, wait for their timer, and see if the thing appears over their head and see if I missed that one. Uh... But I didn't. There's no way. I've got almost every card from every NPC. I'm only missing one little dragon card from the the Mogzin or whoever the the guy is at um where the the Moogles are at. Mm-hmm. The crafting Moogle camp. So, I I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out later. Um, I'm leveling Black Mage. I don't know why. I think I was just like, with Red Mage coming, and knowing that there's no new healer... Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, I was like, I kind of want my roles complete. Um... I know we'll cover this later, but there's a nice round number of three that's kind of going with the rolls. And when Red Mage gets here, I want to work Red Mage and then get the other two to 70. And that would be harder to do if my Black Mage is not at 60. Yeah. And I want to do the same for my healers, which they all are at 60, but I never play my Scholar. So I need to I need to try Scholar. So Because I, I play Summoner. I mean, what's the damn difference? Aos... <laughs> Does all the work for you, right? So I need to I need to goof with that at some point. It's way on the back burner. But Black Mage, I just want to get up to 60, learn the rotation. I couldn't even remember the damn 50 rotation when I got on it. <laughs> so that took a little effort. But leveling it has been way faster than when I leveled Paladin. Or maybe it's just more fun or I'm less scared. 
to do it. So I've, I'm actually running some dungeons on the Black Mage. Um, and I'm like already almost 54. Oh, wow. And I think I started only like a day and a half ago or something. I wasn't really even trying. Paladin was like pulling teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but Ruby, we'll it's too hard yes. to level all of your other jobs without storyline. Uh, well, you know, I'm just going to buy <laughs> seven jump potions here and no, I'm going to I'm going to level them cuz it's fun. I kind of would like to have one from the other roles as well. So I, I leveled Paladin cuz it's I guess the easy tank, I don't know. Plus I think with with the changes that will come that Paladin is going to get uh, become super OP. Like they're gonna balance it wrong. <laughs> they're gonna be like, and they're gonna make Paladin super strong because everybody bitched about Paladin, and it'll be the, the really really good tank. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and then you know, like I want to do Bard. I think. I, I think I want to do Bard over Machinist. Classic. The classic role over the the new hotness. Yeah. And I, I, Monk had always kind of called to me. So if I level Monk, then I could also, I guess, use that gear for. Samurai, mm-hmm. uh, for Spider-Man, the Spider-Man job. Um, anyway, that's kind of it. We um, we did some fun stuff though the other night because we did a live broadcast. Yes, folks, we did a a live broadcast on Twitch on my personal uh, Twitch account, and Yelton and I did a live. Let's shoot the shit. We were, I think, the attempt was to talk about our wishes and hopes and desires for the live letter and it ended us ended up with us drinking a bunch of rum <laughs> and just joining just random parties i think we joined a pirate party we joined um like i'm bored let's do something sastasha well, what was the first thing we did what we we actually oh oh it was well, we did. that yeah, was the thing we, we did were, we're gonna... we did something real yeah. to start with we we're like let's actually do something you know productive so we started a nidhog and uh we we invited whoever we actually had siri from sequence break he joined us and uh we had a blast doing that it was it was a clear for some and it was i think one of those well i know it was uh skin of your teeth i actually beat nidhog with fluid aura we all the rest (sighs) of us were dead yeah well yes it was at one percent and the tank somehow imploded and Yelta was mid flare, and <laughs> I was cranky. And the, and, the, was... and the dragon turned to her, and and all all there was left was well, Taja I think was still alive, and he got maybe one punch in, and I think he said he he threw up some dots, and then um, it looked at me, and I just you know took a knee, prayed, <laughs> and a bubble came out of my chest, and Nidhogg just keeled over, and then and a fucking pony dropped, mm-hmm. a bird dropped. Did not get a whistle it. dropped. I, yeah, I'm sorry, Elta. I'm sorry. I passed. Um, Siri didn't get it either. It went to. Um, it went to. I think one of the tanks, which was which was fine. Yeah, I, don't I don't think win. we had any derpness. People were. I think we joined like the very first one. Or man, I'm thinking of something different. I think this was after we did like a Zervin after, and some guy was like, we cleared it, and the guy was like, not fast enough for my taste. Oh yeah, yeah. Then he off. was like. That was the slowest farm ever, and I'm like... Well, somebody needs to learn their rotation. Like, oh. Bye, bitch. Okay. So, uh, and then we ran that a few more times, and then the I think the rum kicked in at that point, and we just we just babbled. Siri joined us, and we babbled. So that's actually on my Twitch. If you want to go look at the broadcast, I think that's archived there on my Twitch, slash Rubicon Vale. 
I, I don't, I'm not considering that a real episode, but, but we did release, I think I put on my YouTube as well, the, uh, the video of the Nidhog. So if you're interested with that, um, I have a, a YouTube guess it's called slash Rubicon Vale. Um, you can find that video there and that's kind of it. That was, that was me. What did you do last oh. week? I, again, have been absorbed in other games. We're, we're flip-flopping now where a few weeks ago you were absorbed in other games, and I'm like, mm-hmm. must play 14. Um, but uh, Friday was awesome. Not only did we get to play the game, uh, we got to drink and chat and hang out. I had a blast. Uh, I, my goal was to stay up, though. I, we were like, we were recording. It was like five hours before I think we ended the recording when the live letter, or sorry, the keynote started three three thirty a.m. Central Shit. Time. See, and I, I don't actually, I kind of vaguely remember we were still talking, and then I typed into Discord, I'm gonna pass out, and then I, I kind of remember going to bed. Slept yeah. through the whole live letter. I woke up the next morning, logged into 14, and I'm like, I have tokens for stuff I don't remember running. This is why you shouldn't <laughs> drink, guys. But no, that it was first of all, it was a hell of a good time. I was, It was so funny because people are like, but I don't know the fight for some of the things we went to. We're like, just go, let's go. It'll be great. And uh, so Friday night was a blast. Uh, Saturday, of course, it was great. Got up and, you know, watched some of the live letter stuff. And we'll, we'll talk about that. And, um, oh, the call went out later for uh, somebody wanted to do. That might have been Sunday. It's a blur, guys. Uh, the Saturday night, we were doing our 9 and our 10. Yes. Um, I Something clicked with 10. I had good internet. I was mostly sober and for some and I had actually taken a, like an hour and reread guides and watched videos from two different videos and I don't know what happened but some of the stuff just started making sense then so uh that that was good I wasn't I only I only like did one really stupid thing and that's where like half the party all went to the left one time so I thought oh, I'll try to the right and then I stood on Ruby and killed us both so uh <laughs> That was one of those, I think, you were fine. It was one of those, I think everybody messed up one time, did did one thing. I, I, I did something at one point. Oh, I stood in a in a saw blade. I was, um, it pointed the laser at me. It was it, kind of near the end where you get the, um, the prey marker over your head and you have to drop the fire puddle and you run it to a range and you're in your quadrant, your little, your third, yeah. you know what we were calling it. And um, the boss did the laser on me, and I thought, well, let me step up into the right or back into the left. And I pulled a JFK, and it blew my head off. Too soon? Um, And I stood, (laughs) and I ended up standing in the saw blade trying to dodge the laser. I dropped the fire puddle, which was fine. But then when I died, it put it back on the other Mm -hmm. healer, which, of course, had the fire debuff, and it just went to shit. It was not... After Not that, good. but everybody did one thing. Everybody did something that was either stood on somebody else, faced the ad the wrong direction, something. So I think it took about eight tries, but we we got it. Well, nine out I felt like took longer. I hate nine. Nine. nine I really yeah, hate I nine know. because there's just something to the. I think I hate nine because I hate doing that dumbass mechanic and trying to heal at the mm-hmm. same time I'm doing that mechanic. I really don't think white mages should be doing that, but that's me being, a, I guess, a lazy healer. Because I feel like I have to I have to put a cure to 
and a regen on the tank and then pick up my thing, drop it, go back over to the side, which he's already taken two big hits again by that point. So I've got to cure two again. And this is more like after the, the first Faust. And then right at that moment, all the DPS got the blue symbol over their head, so they're getting acid rained. The other tank has pulled the other deal, and... You know, it's some some blur of a size and and uh, <laughs> dropping my my heel puddle and hoping everybody gets hit and you know there's always one range that's not close enough. It's just something. It's just <laughs> always something at that fucking part and it kills me. Yeah, I I think healer healer, healer problems. Healer woes. I yeah, I, I actually put in the note wasn't a complete moron in A10s because that was really <laughs> that was really sucking my soul. I think it didn't help any that you guys had already cleared it a couple times and then I got in, and I had only been in there like for part of one night, and then you know through whatever issues. So I, it really helped a lot that A10s clicked for me and I, I understood because people were telling people were like calling stuff out before, but I didn't necessarily know why, and of course. By the time I hear you call something out a lot of times, it's too late, right, with my latency. Sure. So it, I have to be able to look at the boss and interpret what it does, and I have to already be moving by the time someone calls something out. So, And then I, I think it was Sunday, somebody messaged the Discord and was like, anybody want to farm primals? And I'm like, all right. Oh, my Lord. These farm parties we kept making would get people to join that were... Uh, 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 why... Get out of my farm party. We would try a few times. We were doing Trenzervan. That was what we were going to try first. And that's freshest in most of our heads now because we've learned it. And, uh, it, you know, we, we would just, you know, people were not going where they said they were going to stand, that kind of thing. And we'd stop and clarify. And, and, and I was trying to learn Northwest. So I was having a little trouble with that. Oh, right? Yeah. I think I got it now. But, you know, you got to see it a couple times, or I do. You got to know which crack to stand right. on. You got to do it enough times to see. Yeah, it. so because I walk in there, and previously I usually do what's that, southeast or east, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. I've done those before, and I've done west, but I've not done northwest before. And I even when I had other positions, people would come stand too close to me, or one of the healers had come with me, and I didn't know they were coming with me, and so I panicked. There was a couple times I got us killed because I panicked. I thought someone was stacking on me. And I'm like, oh, that's the other healer, you know. So uh, then we gave up on that. I don't, I think we only cleared it like maybe once. And they were like, let's pick something else. I think we went to Sophia, farmed that a few times. Uh, it was just not good parties, though. I don't know. So then finally I'm like, the, the, like the fifth or sixth party crumbled. And I'm like, guys, I'm going to go play Conan with my husband. I'll talk to you later. I did I did do a Dun Sky whatever. I I did that on Sunday night. I don't remember now. I Because I, I hadn't done it. So I haven't been upgrading my gear because I haven't been doing it. So felt good getting that done. So I did buy and meld some gear and upgraded nice. and shit. And so... I, I think I had a, a fairly successful... I got to get back on the leveling train, and I still don't have all the books unlocked But for, like, gathering and shit, but I'm trying to decide if I care. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of odd, but you, you get burned out. Like, you're probably so relic burned out at this point. You've got to do some other content oh, yeah. other than relic stuff. Well, and now I'm like... You know, I do have about nine of these umbrites now. Maybe I should start pushing a little harder. I am waiting for the umbrite nerf. 
I'm not doing it. Me too. Not doing it. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I just I just drug my feet. Like I really don't need it that bad. We may we'll probably step into A11s before too long. I think we've talked about like perfecting A9 and 10 before we step in, but eventually there's going to be that lockout removal where you can just queue for the mm-hmm. one that you want to get into and you know, it it may take that before we go into it, but in the same token um I, I'm not really dying for any additional healer gear. I'm sure I'm capable of 10, I'm sorry, 11 and 12 at this point. Um, but, um, you know, I'm okay with what little upgrades and stuff here and again. I just don't need the relic that bad that I can't wait for the Umbrite nerf. Well, and I've done the Umbrite step. I've already got one finished relic. So um, I'm really kind of, I, I did the... Uh, I'm now working on the white mage relic and I got, I'm, I'm several umbrite in and then I'm just like, no, no. <clears throat> so I don't know. What else did I do? Not much. Uh, Oh, Oh, we did little map parties and we got skunked on that. That was Friday night. I can't believe how much we failed getting Aquapolis rooms. Oh, right. Yeah. You, well, there was, you had the shitty tank. That couldn't hold <laughs> well, that on Argus. And then, um, yeah, the luck was just not good that night. So I think we did, like, everybody did two, and we we're just like, yeah, I think we're good. Go do something else. Yeah. Then we were just joining random shit on the Party Finder. It was pretty fun. But no, uh, that was my week. Um, our listeners, you guys can come shoot the shit. And if you want to, go to the website, gtffxiv.com, and... Let us know what you've been up to. All right, the first round news. The Feast Season 3 has ended. Uh, they've posted the, or no, they're going to post the final results for the 4-on-4 and solo and 4-on-4 light party. So that's on Tuesday. They will be posting that. So, Ooh, excitement. Mm. I've done zero I've, of this. No, I got to get back and actually get my Garo stuff. I got my title and I just really haven't gone back. And I need, it's like, I want the mounts. But all right, uh, I guess the big news, of course, was Fan Festival 2017. Yeah, get to the real shit, Yelta. Frank, we don't Frank. want to talk about this fee shit. Let's talk about it's, a, it's important fest. to some people. Some people like it. I it's know. Just not me. All right. Uh, we, first of all, we want to thank Gamerscape. We are they had uh, on-site coverage, and uh, we're using their their coverage as our guide to talk through this. So, um, of course, the first thing was the keynote. Yes. yes. Now you passed out. I, was I done. watched this. I, yeah, I passed out. So the the hype train was real going into it, and um, <laughs> Yoshida San came out in his samurai outfit, and of course, you know, blew everybody away. <laughs> everybody was cheering. He looked pretty badass. Oh yeah, he, he looked pretty yeah. cool in it. Was uh was pretty pretty exciting, and then um you know he did his little talking, and then um they gave us the trailer. Full. So you watched it, I, I know. I did watch the full trailer. Yep, it was good. Trailer it was, was good. Trailer was so good. Uh, trailer was so good. Oh, what, what was the, you were oh, saying? Well, no, I was gonna say the most exciting thing for me in the trailer. I mean, we had seen the first how many minutes of it. It's 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 the same as the old trailer, and then you know they showed us new places and then they showed us more new places and then they showed us more new places and i'm like oh my mm. god and I'm, I'm hoping that it's as and then they showed us the full map right i got the big map on my screen right now and this is beyond letterbox right 
So oh, yeah. we've got, you know, we've got our, we're used to the continent we're on. And we know there's other stuff, you know, close around us. And we know that Gar, Garamald is over here. But then we're basically getting a giant island and like some other small islands, like a little chain of islands. There's, there's going to be places to go. You know, if you look at the map where everything that happened in Heavensward happened, that's, I, that's, I can, I can circle. A, it's tiny, little, fraction a tiny fraction of the world. And, um, you know, we're of course, you know, it's Alamigo and all this other stuff. And I, I was just super, super impressed by, I hope we really are going to all these places, right? Ruby and I were talking before. We're like, yeah. Well, what's that dungeon that we were like? Oh, well, Zelfatal. I mean, let's, 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 it should let's, be a zone, not a dungeon. You know, there's there's large areas like the burn that they show, and um, I don't want to see large areas turned into a dungeon, per se, you know, to, to shorten stuff up. But, you know, look, I'll keep the pessimism low because, you know, the, the hype. The hype is real at the moment, so I'll ride the optimism that we're going to get these big, expansive lands. And it looks big. It looks like, I mean, we'll get to it, the pictures and all the stuff that they showed, uh, but it, it looks massive. I My heart skipped a beat when I watched the video. I knew if something was different because the music at the beginning is different. Mm -hmm. It's a little different. There's more vocals to the opening part of that song. And then when the lady in red, that we don't know is it or not, um, goes to punch the Derplander that I still think his face looks weird. We'll talk about that too. Um, when they go in for that punch, the music there is different than the, than the short trailer, the mini trailer that we got. And so I was like, ooh, something's different. Well, they pan out right at that point. And you, you get to see this expanse, a beautiful almost Game of Thrones-like pan to the east. Um, and before you pan out, a, a small thing, when it pans out from that location, the the way the waterfall looks and that, that lake there, that's the same symbol for um, Ralgar. It's it's kind of dug in the shape of his, um, his yeah. symbol, the symbol of their god. Anyway, so when it pans out and then it moves east, and I and I can't read much Aorzean language, the script, but I sure as hell could read Authard when it came across the screen, and I freaked. <laughs> I was like, we're going to Authard? And many have said this. Do you, did Doma and seeing the, the lands of the East wipe away Alamigo? Like, they hardly talked about Alamigo throughout this fan fest because it was just so Doma-centric and so Eastern-centric. There's more lands other than Doma, but, but it was so much of the East, it, it almost washed away the idea of Alamigo. It kind of feels like Alamigo is just going to be one of the pieces of, you know, of content we're getting you know for if alamigos i'm hoping okay and again i'm looking at the map i'm like okay the place that they have the little alamigo flag that's just a little smaller than you know ishgard you know mm -hmm. so if that's you know that and i'm trying to make sense they of all. have said that alamigo content will be 50 percent of the game a yeah. 4.0 so 50 percent of the game is going to take place at least e either in that area or about that area and then if 50 percent is this huge expanse of the chain of islands and doma and the the step um then maybe 4.1 and beyond will introduce some other stuff but we're talking about 4.0. <laughs> in the trailer, 
we get to see it pans over it shows us uh doma and and what you've described in many others as the um uh the level five materia uh, <laughs> the underwater that's at the bottom sea. of the ocean yeah. the underwater sea. and and uh then it shows the um the new place and what is the name of this this new area i can't re- oh the new city is uh, kugane yeah and um it shows us a little bit with another gentleman dressed up in in the red samurai outfit and we don't even, we still don't know if this this is who is this guy i don't know i'm falling on my ignorance here i've even asked the lord gods and and i'm not sure if this is a new character or a a, a wizened derplander after his travels to the far east and getting a new job and growing hair his out, hair yeah. back out and and making his chin back to the way it was in the heavens i don't know I don't know. Anyway, this guy looks like a badass. He's cutting bullets in half. He's fucking up what looks to me like Eastern Garlean soldiers. And um, this looks cool, dude. They really made Samurai look fucking awesome. It looks amazing. And I and it, Samurai doesn't even, like, excite me a whole lot. But I, 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 yeah, well, I don't I, like Melee. And I, I, but I dig, the, I dig that they went with this um, style of Samurai. And not the armor. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll. I, I I would bet money we're eventually getting, you know, equipment that looks kind of like both. But oh, this sure. is like the uh, the lighter geared samurai, and I and I think and I love the way the outfit looks, and it it sounds like it's well because then they showed the little didn't they show a little video of all the abilities like right after this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. I guess I guess the. It visually looks cool. Let's see how it plays. I'm hopeful that yeah. it'll be fun and interesting. And then we get a couple of new NPC. Well, not a couple of new. I guess they're a couple of new because we don't know the bird. Yeah, we don't know who the, the bird, bird is. The bird is new. We 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 know who uh, Yugiri is. And then we've got um, a buddy, and they've named him as well. I'm going to see if we can get to that. Uh, but his uh, he's a big dude. He's a rogue. And yeah. to me... He looks he looks like a hure at least with the body the 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 hands and feet and and a little bit of the chin but he's got the stockiness of a row and a little bit of the hair kind of coming out the neck like, like a, a row. Oh yeah, but I can see where And it yeah. could I I don't know it could be one of them half breeds. Um, I don't know. Could be. Could be a half breed. Hmm. So we'll see. I don't I, I don't know much about him and they haven't explained every they've told us they haven't shared with us every character and um, not everything about the characters, but we do know that this is going to be one of the new NPCs, and I, I think we name him here uh, at some point. They they do name him, so we'll get to that shortly. Um, but yeah, this is it's kind of it. You know, whoever dude looks up and they see everything pans, and um, you know, it goes into the logo Stormblood, and it's beautiful, and it's the hype, <laughs> the hype. Well, and they and they show us, uh, you know that. Was it here they showed us the no that's slides later. Never mind. <laughs> the the uh the the new beastman race, that's not to tell the slides. Mm, yeah. Yes, yes, so. yes. So you saw a samurai. Mm-hmm. You saw the little the little video and all that. Um let's let's get this part out of the way. There's no third job. Yeah, and we and we kinda figured that, right? We, I, I think many speculated there would only be two jobs. And many additionally speculated that if there were two jobs and the first one was declared a DPS, it would be really unbalanced 
to make the next job either a healer or a tank. To just have so one either you, or the other. Yeah. To just yeah, like if they introduced, for instance, a blue mage tank or a samurai tank or a blue mage healer or something to that effect. You would just it would just be a weird synergy. And somebody would get butt hurt. So instead they decided to go with the to to go with two DPS, which rounds out the roles. If I've got this right, you've got three heals, three tanks, three uh ranged magic, you will, mm-hmm. uh three uh melee DPS, and well, what is your other You I have ranged you- non magic? Rained not, but, but there's only two yeah. of those, right? I don't know where people are. I have to do the math. But people are like saying now that rounds out all the rolls, and I don't know. I don't yeah, really I'm understand. Not, I don't not, understand. I'm not 100%. It. Who are we forgetting? Who I'm not 100% forgetting? With that one. There's three tanks and three healers. Okay. And then we've got two ranged magic right now uh, Summoner and Black Mage. And I'm assuming that we're right. adding Red Mage to that for that's the three. And then right. Melee DPS, we're getting it's it's Monk. You've got Dragoon. Monk, you've got Dragoon. Well, we've got Ninja, got Ninja, so we've already got three. Now, Samurai's... Sa- samurai's and we've got Sam. Samurai is melee, then, so that's... Samurai's melee, and then you've got two the ranged two ranged physical jobs. But I think maybe what they were talking about is the gear types. Oh. So the two, maybe the two ranged are a gear type, and then we know that Monk and Samurai are going to be the same gear. Are Dragoons and Ninjas... Currently in the same gear? Is that how that works? I think so. Maybe we should have a melee DPS on this podcast, (laughs) because I sure as hell don't know shit about this Well, and we don't know. They could re-roll. You know we're getting changes to abilities. We're getting changes to... uh, They could re-roll the stats on us, too. Honestly. Sure. I I think... And maybe they should, because right now, it's my understanding, there's like a huge problem. When we go and do this endgame content or whatever, where there's, you know, a lockout per week and you know you know at least if at least if a casting thing drops i have someone to loot against it seems to me that there's some jobs that there's more people looting more job jobs looting for the same year doesn't it always feel like the thing like some monk thing drops something something striking drops and everybody's like or whatever they are you know, I, I never lot on them unless i can turn them into tomes but you know you were hitting a point here and it's this balancing issue that you've that we've got and and that's why they felt the need to go with the the other dps because they just can't balance these tanks and healers properly and through heaven's work Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a swing one direction and then a swing back the other and of course the source spots are paladin and astrologian uh, where once where once astrologian was weak and shunned now they're overpowered Mm -hmm. and one where once paladin was kind of a you know, a badass tank, people sort of like, well, they can't DPS as well as the others, and it's, you know, doesn't have the ingenuity. Then you got the bard situations, which I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but you've also got the things they've talked about with, you know, you get into the um, tunnel vision on your jobs where you can't look up because you're so busy trying to work your rotation maintain your um, so they're working and, yeah. exactly you know you miss that one blood of the dragon or you miss your enochian or whatever else your foobard and they, they've talked about doing some things with that and i think we actually will cover that in one of the interviews here shortly but these are all reasons why they've had to 
cut back on doing new jobs and just get the balancing and the actions right for the current ones. So the butt hurts there. I've I've read the forums. I looked. I saw people salty over no job. Yeah, somebody said they're asking the same amount of money, but they're not giving us the same amount of content as they had to for. Well, fuck we have yourself. we have a lot of jobs. I don't know what how many jobs other games have, but we well, have really a lot of jobs. Do you expect to have a new job? Did WoW put a new job every damn time they did? Maybe they did. I don't know. I most, didn't follow them, but most, I can't. You can't tell me that they always had a new job every time they or had one an of every role. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, or one of every role. That would be that's that's a I, lot. I mean, that wouldn't they have like seven tanks by now? Or something? Well, and I gotta say, I'm 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 not like massively buttered or anything, but I like leveling healers, and I don't have a healer to level from fifty to seventy. I've got three healers. I can go from sixty to seventy, I guess. But yeah, you know, it's whatever. You know, it's it, but it it is a little bit. It's a little bit of a downer, and I think some of us are hoping for something to come out of left field, something like a Beastmaster or something that was like not necessarily maybe something more for I don't know soloing or yeah, you know, I don't know people or people people kicked around that idea of like an Avenger job which seemed really out of left field but like I was kind of hoping maybe they would pull something right out of their ass <laughs> and do something new you know just to show everybody. But no, they went with the tried and true. They went with the Sam Raimi joke for the Spider-Man mm-hmm. shirt. And, you know, he even commented, like, I can't believe you guys figured it out so fast. I mean, who are you kidding, Yoshida? Everybody kind of everybody kind of figured it out. But you, you did leave us, many of us in the dark enough to actually let the Blue Mage sneak in and, <laughs> and, and hope that that was something. But I think part of that was also the hope that there would be more than two jobs. People were like, well, maybe May- Blue Mage can be that other DPS, so Samurai can be the tank, and let them figure out who the, for- the fourth job to be the healer is going to mm-hmm. be. But Oh, well, if anyway. they give us enough other content, honestly, I think it's, I can live with this. Maybe in 5.0, they'll give us one of each. Who knows? They could go crazy or, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll well, make a yeah, shit ton of the- money and hire a whole bunch of more people and then give us four jobs next time. Yeah, and if the boss fights are new and innovative and, and things feel different and, and the existing roles I play feel mm-hmm. different to a degree that it makes it more exciting, I'm able to do more in content, um, it'll take that sting away from many people. I, I have no sting. It doesn't bother me at all because I want Red Mage <laughs> and I'm getting Red Mage, so I'm, I'm happy. Um, so anyway, Samurai itself, though, they showed a video. Um, it was cool. Real cool, actually. I really love the sound effects in it. Um, there's a part where he's holding the sword up, and it does that steel sound, like the resonate, the sound resonating through steel, and it's like, <laughs> and he clenches the blade, and then he goes in for whatever combo he's mm. doing. Um, just beautiful sound effects mean a lot. Like like Astrologian, the sound effect for gravity. Oh my fucking mm. god, it's so good. It, that's that reverse sucking sound that it does. Um, it does. It sends chills up your spine. It's just. It's. Ugh. Well, when anyway, I heard some so of the astrologian sounds when I was leveling it, and I'm like, oh Christ, they need to go back and rework the sound effects from some of the you know other white mage abilities or something because they're not yeah. as yeah. good. Maybe maybe it'll maybe come. Um, he does like this cool thing with like it shows a moon, and this is part of. What he's he's working this art of sin, the setsu, getsu, and ka 
which are either going to be some kind Sun, of moon, flower stances or, or attacks yeah. that are chained. So maybe kind of maybe it's kind of like the Eleven style where you know samurais were kind of a you could chain up your own magic burst kind of things, right? Couldn't you do your own skill, skill burst chains? on samurai? Yeah, I think was you might have been it? able yeah. to. It was like such a huge, like you could you could double your moves in a way that you could do your own skill chains, I believe. And uh, it seems to me like they're kind of riding that a bit where they have these chained abilities. Um, and they have cool effects, which reminds me of like the, the skill, the skill bursts and such. And then also um, in this video, his ending animation, he wipes the blade on his sleeve and then does a bow. Ooh, it was tight. Like I was like, "Oh my god, this this alone makes me want to play Samurai <laughs> just, just to see cool as hell. like he he just slides that blade between his like through what what would you call that? The opposite your elbow pit? I don't know what you call it. But but he slides that blade over it and then like kind of like he smiles when he does it and then he takes a bow and it's just very very cool. Very cool. Happy with the animations. <laughs> very cool. Are you going to level? Uh, probably. I like to level everything. Yeah. I think I might. Yeah. I don't I probably won't like right away. I'll probably I'll probably take whatever I consider my main, which right now is black mage, but uh I I might pay, I don't know if I could take the stress of healing, but uh I'll probably take whatever through the storyline and and finish it up and get it, you know, gear that up. And then I'll probably go back and level healers and stuff. And by the time everybody else is done leveling their samurais and, and red mages, then maybe maybe I'll level one. I did the same thing with Astrologian. Yeah. I did the same thing with, you know, other things. I waited till there wasn't the entire fucking world is trying to queue up as a ninja. The lines get shorter yeah. for the amusement park ride. Well, it does tickle me that they say, don't worry about matching parties doing... This is how they worded it, guys. Please do not be worried about difficulty matching parties due to both jobs introduced in Stormblood being a DPS. Data in 3.0 showed that the people playing the new tanks and healers were the same people who previously played tanks and healers. With the new changes to the battle system, the team is confident the party matching will not be too bad. Yeah, but you're not giving us new tanks and healers to level. Do you see the gap mm -hmm. there? You're giving us two new jobs, and people want to level new jobs, but you haven't given us new tanks and new healers so that I can level a healer. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't... Their logic here does no, not... What those, their logic yeah, doesn't what make any sense makes to me. Like, maybe the first, in the first few weeks, because everybody will be leveling their tanks to 70, so maybe that first week, you know, there'll be, there'll be more tank queues and more healer queues, but... Then when those people have leveled their tanks and healers, they're going to switch to the DPS role, and other people are still going to be leveling DPS roles. They're not going to be switching. I don't know. I get it. I get what you're saying because they are a little wrong to that, and uh, I don't know how. I don't know how they'll accommodate. People have kicked around the idea they should accommodate by changing light party sizes, make it five people instead of four. Oh, do you think they it, can handle that kind of balancing? I still miss what were what was. What game had six? Talk to me in five point no, They can't. They, they couldn't, couldn't balance. balance the jobs. I mean, they got. Yeah. That's what this is an experiment. They're dalamuting the 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 jobs. What game was six people? Is that wow? Uh, that's eleven. 11. Six people. Six mm -hmm. always seemed nice because you you know you could have a well that then that also allowed you to have like uh support jobs. Buff and debuff and, support. Yeah, yeah. let you. Or you know, okay, you couldn't get a second whatever. Just stack whatever you got oh. and go. But 
crowd control and elemental yeah. resistances don't even mm-hmm. work in this game. So, you know yeah. what you're talking about. All right. Bad ass. I look forward to it. We got a new city. Kugane. Kingashi is a far eastern themed land that has appeared in the franchise's past. We get to visit a city in that land, and it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Very, very eastern. I believe uh, in one of the interviews they do mention that um, uh, this area is kind of based on Japan, at least the uh, Hingashi area, and then your Doma is going to have some uh, Tibetan and Chinese influences or Mongolian influences. Um, but we're going to get... We're going to get the Far East mm-hmm. for damn sure. It's awesome. I look forward to it. It's beautiful. And we do get new areas. They name them here. The Ruby Sea, Yangtze. Uh, Yangtze. Yangtze. Asm's mm-hmm. Step. Yeah. This step was kind of cool. I'm I'm very intrigued. They went into it and I was kind of getting fade. I was fading out when they were talking about this stuff. So it was kind of coming in and out. It was like 4.30 in the morning and I had all that rum. But... It's kind of where the Aura are from, and then there's this weird platform citadel kind of thing, and it's it's very just open, expansive, lots of little camps. I don't know if this is like a telling of the Aura's story of like who they are as a people. Are they like a tribal people that roam this land, and this is their homeland, and um, this is their uh, citadel or what have you? Uh, the lore gods know, I'm sure. Yoshida knows for sure. Uh, but it looks very interesting, and this looks, you know, if I was going to guess one of, like, some six new areas or whatever we may get, this 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 step is going to be, like, your your giant, oh, I don't know, like a sea of clouds. That's that's how yeah. I see it, like a giant, big, giant area. This will be the big outdoor zone, I think. And then uh, we, of course, get another Beastman tribe, the Kojin. They're, they look like mm. turtles. Big-ass turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah, so uh, they're commonly found on and near the Ruby Sea. Skilled traders who welcome dealings with other races. They're comfortable under the water. Uh, the collectors of treasures housing powerful deities. Uh, you know, I like doing the Beastman quests. And so, you know, oh, yeah. this, having two more, that'll be awesome. Yeah, this is um, this is going to be... I, I was thinking of Final Fantasy VIII when I heard about these guys, especially the last part where it talked about the kami residing in items, and it made me think of the lamp from Eight that had Diablos in it. So I'm wondering if we'll get some kind of relic story... Li- not relic, like our weapons, but like these ancient items, these the, these rare items, and maybe maybe we'll unlock different fights from items. We'll see how that goes. Then we get a new primal, of course. Lord of the Revel. Susano? Susano. Susano. Yeah, they um they show this guy and he actually looks like a dude with a like a blue sword. And I looked this up because I've seen this in um in other games. I've seen Susano in Bravely Default, mm-hmm. Susano. And basically it's like a, a Lord of the Sea or a uh, a lord of uh, thunder and, and oceans and stuff. And and even though they say this is like a new primal, this isn't like anything like super duper mm. new. He, he, he sort of appears in some incarnation or another and other things. I felt like Ravana was super duper new. I didn't know of Ravana and other stuff, but maybe that name is in other 
uh, lore. Yeah, I mean, I Final Fantasy borrows from it, other but... mythologies and religions and and things of uh, in that nature. And I think Sasano falls somewhere in that in some Eastern mythology uh, with uh, sailors and such. But regardless, it is something new we haven't seen before. He looks badass. Um, this lightning-looking sword and the the sweeping red uh, f- uh, fuzz on the helmet there and. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. This shit's... I love primals. Well, and his name confuses me a little bit. The Lord of the Revel. Now, Revel generally means, like, celebration. He doesn't mm-hmm. look like he's having a good party. He's not... Does he look like he's partying <laughs> he's... to you? He, he doesn't kinda... look like he's partying. He's it's looks... going to... It'll be... We'll bring we'll a party, bring party to him, to him but him. he's not going to have a good time. I, yeah. I don't know about his shoulder armor. <laughs> hmm. But, um, yeah, it's... uh. Well, I guess it also can mean, uh, like, rise up in rebellion. So maybe there's a rebellion. Uh, I googled the word, guys. Could be. I think even Koji said something like, it's not rebel, it's revel. People have been mm-hmm. confused on that. Maybe on the second day, he met, somebody said something about revel and rebel or mm. something to that regard. It could be some, you know, some of these words are, like, old-timey, too. Old, like, I don't know what yeah. revel means. If you something. go back to the Latin, yeah. So... And then they gave us a, a peek at some dungeons. This place looks awesome. This uh, looks like a ship graveyard or something. Oh, yeah. Haunted boats, something like that. Yeah, I think they'll introduce this as we're trying to get to the other lands. And um, uh, many have pointed out um, Final Fantasy V, mm-hmm. uh, the, the ship graveyard in it. Uh, so maybe, maybe a little throwback. Well, there is a ship regard. graveyard right on our new big map. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. so maybe is it there? I don't know. We'll, we'll find, find out. out. So and then the, so that's exciting. And we know we're gonna get more God, I hope we get more than one dungeon. Um I think they they may have talked before we're, we're gonna get storyline, you know, there's gonna be dungeons again like the vault where it was uh closely tied to the story. Uh they seem to learn their lesson not to give us things like the Praetorium. Uh that yeah. they yeah, they I think they learned their lesson there. Uh, bad design choice. However, I like the way it tells a story, but I don't mind, you know, even if we, like, did a dungeon and then you were done with the dungeon, do a couple cutscenes, even if you were, like, still there, you know what I mean? If they wanted mm-hmm. to continue the story, but that you can't have an hour-long cutscene. Yeah, scene no, that was way too much. And, yeah, they should have shortened it to the size of Balesar's wall and then told a story after it, but, yeah, you know. so... I guess they learned at the end of 3.5 <laughs> what they should have learned by 2.0. Yeah. Well, even um, Keeper of the Lake, was, was, there was, that yeah. was deeply embedded in the story, but they finished telling the story after you beat the boss. Right? That's right. So you, people could leave or you could stay and watch your whole cutscene. But then you had to go to the bathroom because <laughs> you had a, you know, a four-hour cutscene after that. This is true. I'm excited about this next part, and I happen to know that certain members of Nothicus Bosom Free Company are so excited about this next part, they've started putting money. In fact, I got a message, Yelta, why can't at my rank I put money in the Free Company chest? So I changed the rank to allow deposits Ooh. into the Free Company chest. We have a, our lowest rank for brand, brand new people is Inverted Nipple. They uh-huh. couldn't donate money. Uh, and in fact, the next one couldn't, flat chested couldn't either. So I, I made it so everybody can put money in the free company chest. If they give, give us, us your, your money, money, free company because members. we're getting a new residential area. And I don't know about you, but it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Shirogane. 
Yeah, I think it looks it's it's a very very Asian themed and uh it's gorgeous. So I know we have a house in we've got the the mansion in Olda and uh it wasn't even our first choice, but you know, I hope they give us more plots. If there's only these are all going to be bought up immediately. <laughs> oh, I see the one I want. There's a there's a a board right in front of it. So yeah, we're going to buy this. <laughs> you one. guys, it was so funny because when we first when we were picking which house, I like literally would stand at the front door of the house and walk to the market board because that was important to us that you could have a market board and a summoning bell right there. <laughs> oh. It's, it's huge. a big deal. Well, that's part of why you stand around and congregate there is because, you know, it's useful. So anyway, so uh, the team did say they were aware that free companies already have estates. So when the time is right to introduce the new housing ward, they're giving us a moving feature, allowing us to easily transfer from one property to another. I already told the free company because somebody was like... Well, if a if a cooler house shows up even before this, in you know the lavender beds or or somewhere else, you know, would you would you move? And I'm like, no, because I don't want everyone to lose their personal their personal rooms have to be untouched. This has that has right. to seamlessly transition over, right? That should just not even be a question. And all of our you know a lot of us have stuff that breaks when you pick it up. You should be able to move that. I hope it's not some weird application process. Wait, like you have to be that you have to buy the plot or something like that. I I don't even know how that would work. Um, You have to claim the plot, but you can't build the house. Maybe they'll let you buy the plot, but you can't put a house, and then you have to fill out a form. That would be so dumb. I just don't know how they would do it. Yeah, there's all I can hope is that there's actually more houses because if we even, I'm assuming you you can't do a move until you own the second property. I would think. Do you think they'll give us more wards for the existing ones? Well, the other thing we're excited for is even our current houses, we're all going to get, all estates will not have double the number of furnishing slots. Okay, that that blew my fucking mind. We have (gasps) talked about this so often that if we just could get 50 more, and now we're going to get 200 more. It's great. Well, and they actually have told us that uh, this is going to be a real strain if you still have a 32-bit system. You need to upgrade. upgrade. Burn your PS3, (laughs) burn your 32-bit system, get with the program, get you a VR helmet. No, (laughs) don't do that. Well, maybe not Not yet. yet. Not Not until they introduce the the kitty girls. girls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then uh, they they, uh, had Uematsu out on the stage. And yeah, you made me listen to this because I had missed it. Um, Yeah, they... they, uh, they gave us a little, little bit of the new theme. Hey guys, we've got more Susan Calloway. I'm so excited. I mean, everybody was like, "Sure, Susan Calloway is going to be the singer." They ventured, they bringing her to the thing. Okay, but I still wanted to hear the song. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I knew she was. I loved, I loved, I loved that Uematsu said that he thought Susan was the voice of Final Fantasy XIV. He says it, he flat out mm-hmm. says it, and I love it, because I believe that she's the voice of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I, think it, I, mean, I think it's good for everybody. It's good for her career. The fans love her. She's a good voice. Um, hey, it's a win-win for everybody, but it's a, it's a pretty darn good song. You listen to it. It's got a military 
kind of sound to it and it's it it sounds like it's going into a crescendo and then she you know she kind of goes through a, a little part that kind of pulls at the heartstrings but it sounds it almost sounds like like a French Revolution song. Yeah, I know I the Banners that, Revolution yeah. and all that. Well, lo and behold, the name of the Revolutions. song is Revolutions. <laughs> uh, even though Uematsu couldn't remember at the beginning of the uh, the, the song there. But uh, regardless, it, it's a beautiful number. Um, some lyrics I pulled out of it, it, it says, um, A family torn? So I don't know whose family is torn. I don't know what's going on, who that relates to. Um, maybe that's Yiden or sister. Maybe that's Yugiri and somebody in Did Doma. Maybe assuming, that has something to do with the well, Empire. Well, I was assuming it was a more general story of war, right, and the fallout of it. I see, but it could be specific. I always feel like there's a a, sh- a, sh- a Shyamalan twist <laughs> that's somewhere Shyamalan. in this that. <laughs> that it's not what it, they even said like for the dragon uh the dragon what's the name of the expansion heaven's word dragon song what was that heaven's word <laughs> the heaven's word logo see i've already forgotten that old shit the 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 heaven's word logo had hidden things within it you had the knights fighting the dragon which would be nidhogg but also the knights as could represent the knights of the round and, and there's little things that are that are in that picture and i think the revolutionary picture that we see can represent some things and i think the music itself can represent some things that that may be two different groups of people uh in it could different be layered situations so it could be specific but general, exactly yeah. No, I look forward to hearing the whole damn thing. And, well, even, like, we had heard Dragon Song all the way through, but it, as you played through the storyline, it meant different things. Right? Oh, you know, yeah. Because that, that was, like, kind of awesome. You know, it was not just, you know, I told a story, but you didn't really understand the whole thing till you finished the story. I, I <laughs> Answers, when I first heard Answers, I loved Answers. I heard answers for the first time on a ripped, uh, a, a rip of the alpha. I think somebody got a hold of the soundtrack, and I had some tracks ripped from it. And I, I want to say either answers was in it or from a ripped beta soundtrack for 1.0. And I listened to it nonstop, nonstop between that and the um, Nail Vendarnas mm-hmm. fight music. I have may which have had that on my iPod. Mm. Oh my god. So I listened to it nonstop. Now, when I heard Dragon Song, I love Dragon Song, and I love her. I love Susan's voice. I love the singing. It was slower. It was more ballad. They admit that. Um, and to me, it didn't resonate the same at the beginning. At the beginning of Heaven's Word, like I could resonate. Like answers resonated with me because we had already seen Dalamut's fall. We felt that, and in the beginning, it was a, it was an awesome kind of rock number. But then, with the relation to Dalamud's fall, it made such you know, even though it, Dalamud's fall wasn't even there at the time that Dragon Song was written, which was almost not Dragon Song but Answers was written. It, it still kind of blows you away how they tie everything together, and even the music seems to fit that. It was kind of oddly, weirdly psychically genius mm-hmm. or something on Uematsu's part. He's a he's a god. They call him that throughout this deal. But um for Dragon Song, it didn't resonate with me until when you get in that Nidhog fight, the Nidhog EX and you're doing Nidhog, I love hearing Dragon Song while mm-hmm. I'm fighting Nidhog in that first phase. It resonates with me so much cuz you know the whole story 
uh, of Dragon Song of Heaven's Word up to that point, and it resonates with you. Right off the bat, though, hearing this small clip of Revolutions, the the hair stood up on the back of my neck. I had goosebumps. It's the sound I'm missing, and I think it's the sound I was missing from Susan's voice, where it is just strong right at the get-go. Just a strong voice right at the beginning. So I don't know what you thought about it, but I'm in love with this, and I can't wait to hear the full. The full I have thing. to listen to it more because I have a personal character flaw that I hate everything the first ten times I listen to it. Really, I, I like I'll get an album that's my favorite band, and I will I'll hate every song the first time I hear it. So I have to listen to it a few more times, and of course it'll mean. But even on my first and second listen through, um, I I like it quite a bit. And I and I'm very interested to see what it means because that has a lot to do with it. But uh, uh, it fits Susan's. She sings it beautifully, you know. It's uh, and I oh, yeah. I liked. Uh, I have to listen to it again because I, you know, I have I didn't catch all the lyrics and I you know there was a lot of you know the the, the way the music changes and you know it you know it has kind of like a, a, mil, a slightly military sound like we were talking or I don't know even know what you call it kind of march or i know it wasn't a march but but anyway i have to listen to it a few more times uh so far i like it i mean i don't love it like answers but answers i've been listening to for six years now or something <laughs> i don't answers is just the theme song for any legacy player mm. i think I, I it just answers just resonates like no other for for those of us who are legacy and for many i mean because you understand the story but it's just it's different we come from a different place. <laughs> but I, I, I want to hear the whole thing, too. That's the other thing is it's, you know, a snippet's a snippet, but I want to hear the whole song, and I want to know all the lyrics. Because I like, well, what, like even like Sophia's song, I've always liked that song. And then they gave us the lyrics, but even then we didn't really, really... The lyrics talked about some stuff, but I couldn't piece it all together. You kind of... And then when they explained it at FanFest, blew me away. Right. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know if they, maybe they're getting it now that some of us are not, you know, the music isn't just something in the background while you're playing the game, you know, and especially these themes, they, they tell the story, they tell the history of the story, or they in some way add a whole entire another dimension to what's going on, you know? So, and right. I, yeah, the songs with lyrics really, I love it when it ties into the lore. Sophia, like you're talking about, had, you know, when it explained, it means so much more. Um, Oblivion is still my all time favorite because it relates so much with the lore of what's going on in 2.4. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it's Shiva. It's, it's Yasel and Shiva and what it represents of a relationship in the past with the dragons and in the present with dragons and uh and it's awesome and it's just a badass song it's got good lyrics and you can understand it i like the i like the music i can understand the lyrics too i like the music that's not kind of like half-assed sung in some other other language or the singer is not a native english speaker so things are kind of muffled hey yoshi i'm sorry Sokin is great at singing some of the songs but some of the early primal songs like Titan and stuff, it's a little harder to understand. Leviathan. I have such a difficult <laughs> yeah. time understanding the lyrics to Leviathan. It's a great song, but it's just... And I've always said this about like the song Distant Worlds from Final Fantasy XI. 
beautiful tune. I cannot stand the original <laughs> performance because I just can't understand what that woman is yeah. saying. I don't like the way it's sung and how it's singing. I'm not trying to be any certain way. I just don't like it. And I like it when I've heard Distant Worlds sung by native English speakers and I can understand the lyrics better. Um, I like Angela Key's version of Eyes on Me. I feel like it, not that it's better, but it's, it's, it's more clearer. relatable to you because, it, yeah. I'm digging a hole. You probably, racist so. bastard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Burn me. Oh. T- cancel my Twitter account. You are, you're a dead man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. I don't even know what else, man. All, All right. right. That well, was that, that pretty was pretty much the keynote. Right? Um, at that point, I, I went to Slumberland, and uh, I think I woke up early enough the next day to catch the uh, piano concert. Um, I think it was the same old stuff because I caught only bits and pieces of it, so can kick in boxes and such. I think he did a longer number of something. I forget what he did, but there was something that was just a little bit different. One of the one of the numbers he did, I think, a little longer. Um, but I don't think there was too much outside of the norm to that. And and Susan did come and sing in the piano concert, but again, it was Answers and Dragon songs. She did not sing Revolutions. And um, there wasn't um, there wasn't anything special that was saved for the primal concert, which was the following night. But the um, I guess the next stuff that came up because we've already kind of watched the trailer, we we've seen a lot of the pictures that was kind of done at the keynote was this um, this press conference, um, and I, I think that also was maybe the uh, the same day as the the keynote because of course Yoshida's still wearing his samurai outfit and showing off to all the guests but um in this interview this is the one that they had the um the CEO on um they had um a translation from Koji Fox and they really kind of got into depth which with some of the 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 stuff that was shown like where where was the inspiration why did you do what you did what stood out to me from this was um the the stuff about doma and hingashi mm-hmm. um the stuff we mentioned about the far eastern influence and where yoshida kind of pulled that samurai influence is it want to be edo or post edo pre edo whatever and um they decided just to meld that all together they they wanted to to meld all that far eastern uh ideas to make a a unique presence over there um and but doma and, and hingashi are going to be two different kind of areas uh the island and then the continent uh and i think you can derive uh, a difference between japan and china in that regard still eastern influenced but different cultures and a different feel. Well, it looks, to sounds it. like they took time periods too, right? It's not everything is even exactly. from the same year. It's, uh, you know, different I, cultures I and different also, time periods, kind of an amalgamation of all those things. I think it's also a little interesting that Hingashi is known as this isolationist country. The island nation of Hingashi is, mm-hmm. is isolationist and they don't want people within their borders, which you could say to some degree is also a Japanese cultural thing of, of uh, more closed border. Different periods, or, they were fairly, yeah. So, you know, it's just, it just interesting how they get their, uh, their influence there. Um, and there was a lot of good interview questions. I'm skipping around here. I really like the question. 
from James from MYM Magazine, or MyM Magazine, excuse me. With the addition of swimming, do you see Blitzball in the future of 14? And Yoshida says, to be honest, yes, we have plans, maybe. <laughs> so is it or is it not? But I think it is. The thing is, <clears throat> this is Yoshida again, the thing is we've run into a few problems. There's the opinion that if we released it as it was in in 10, players might lose interest in it quickly. Then on the team, we had the idea of, okay, because we're an MMO, let's make something that fits with the style of game that we have. However, if we do that, then we're going away from Blitzball, people know and expect. We're trying to find a mix of both sides. Because we have swimming and diving, it's natural to get that in-game. So I guess no snowboarding. I guess we're going for the Blitzball instead, huh? Oh, man. Yeah. What do you think about that? Are you, are you some, bl- some Blitzball? Probably about as much as Lord of Verminion. Oh. That was a Ooh. burn. Maybe less. Yeah. Lord of Verminion was... Yeah, maybe maybe make up oh some of that server God. space by taking out Lord of Verminion. <laughs> save, save the... Um, Say save the April Fool's Day jokes for some better content. Oh my lord! Okay, all there right. was some, there were some all other right. good ones in here about like cross server functionality, like link shells, friends lists, and so they're they're working on cross server friends lists and stuff. Uh, might not make it. There's no timetable, but they're doing it. So I, I'm hoping they're creeping more and more to this. You know, I've played other MMOs, and and you have more options for friending and communicating with people. You know, even if it was within our data center, you know, they just... The cross-server party finder has done so much good for this game. It has made it so much easier to get into content, to to see the difference between one learning party and three. Makes a, mm-hmm. makes a huge difference to me when I, when I see this stuff. It makes me feel like the game is alive, which it is. It's, I mean, the game is still living. People are still playing. People are still learning Zervan. People are still trying to clear... Savage, etc. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good, and uh, I'm happy with it, and I'm glad they're prioritizing it. It makes it makes sense to prioritize something that has breathed the most life into the game. MMOs are about playing with other people. You can play this one fairly solo for long stretches of time, and you know they they even tell you, yeah, you're gonna have to queue up and uh, do dungeons with other people, but you know don't worry about it too much. Being able to find other like-minded people tackling the same content as you and being on the same page helps a lot. And you know, and mm-hmm. and it also. I know you and I have both done it in the last couple of weeks where we get frustrated with thing one and we were like, well, there's this learning party. I've gone and joined learning parties too in the last couple of weeks. Just, you know, I know this fight. They said they got two people that need to clear it. Yeah, I'll go and, and donate my hour to them. And, you know, sometimes you have like good discussion. Those are my favorite parties too, where people aren't losing well, their fucking and- minds. The why behind that is exactly that. The people aren't losing their fucking mind. You get into a farm party that everybody has this expectation of it needs to be clear. That was the slowest clear ever. It's, uh, somebody please work on your rotation. Um, you, you get that expectation versus some people who are like, hey, we will do this you know, for the next hour with positive attitude, trying to get it. And then when they clear, they're happy. You have happy people who go, would you like to farm that? Now, most of the time, Sometimes I'm like, most no, of the time, the next, but... it's, well, most of the time it's a shit show after that because that one clear was half, half luck. You know, the, the white mage happened to get a fluid, fluid or and... 
so so you know but but it still has a again we're talking about a happy run where we cleared it by the skin of our teeth versus uh you know mr tips the fedora goodbye as he leaves the too slow dps party farm so whatever anyway i'm happy they're prioritizing that part um, there was a good question in here from Gamer Escape. We've seen Doma is in one of the new areas, but we haven't seen Alamigo. Will players be able to go there? Will it be a field area, an instance? Now stop you there. Have we seen much Alamigo? I'm gonna say no. Have we seen the streets of um, Alamigo? No, because I think what a lot of people thought was Alamigo was the center of the Alamigan resistance, which isn't actually... Or is that the edge? I don't know. Or where is where is the oh, resistance? We've seen it's... some. We've seen some shit on the outskirts. We've not we've seen not the seen of Alamigo. Dick no. from the city, no. uh, the you know Gear Albania or anything of that of that regard. So um, what a what a shrewd question there, Fusion. <laughs> uh, Yoshi Yoshida responds. Hmm. I wonder. To get that answer, you're going to have to first liberate Alamigo because it's under the control of the Empire. We have something unique in store for you that takes advantage of the MMO genre. We put a heavy focus on the story and think we have something very exciting in store for the liberation of Alamigo. What do you think about that? Because I'm thinking something major. I'm thinking that we're going to start this game going to Alamigo. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get sent to the Far East for quite a long period of time. We're going to end up going back to Alamigo at the end of the story. And then once we liberate it, that's going to probably be one of our base of operations yeah. or something. Some kind of Mordona slash... I'm, I'm assuming he's um, talking like phased content or where if you've done the storyline, you can do this. And if you haven't done the storyline you can't go there yet kind of thing, or it looks to, you know, cause they did that a lot in wow. Where if after I've done this thing, the zone looks different to me. So that's mm -hmm. what I was assuming he means, you know, cause other games in the MMO genre do that. Yeah. I think there might, there might be some kind of, well, I hate to use the word lockout because they're trying to avoid some of this lockout. But some stuff, like Idleshire would be locked out regardless. You've got to get to that place in the story before you can get to Idleshire. You can't, I mean, can you just walk in there and start goofing around before you get no, to that part No, you of the can't. Story? You cannot, you can't because yeah. some of us, someone was talking about that. Because there's a door, even if you have flying, you can't fly over. You can't even get in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't mind them locking off stuff, but I'm a big old bitch and everyone thinks that, you know, <laughs> but uh, I don't mind unlocking zones. But what I was assuming here was maybe the zone is, you know, stuff might be locked out, but I'm also thinking that things will look different if you've done different parts of the story, you mm -hmm. know? It's a little well. It's a little bit weird when you like play WoW and you and somebody's you're gonna go help somebody with a quest, and you can't see the guy, but they're there for them, you know. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I don't know exactly what they mean there. This is something unique, so I'm hoping it'll be something surprising and fun. And I agree with you. I I feel like we're gonna like, you know, the the actual liberating Alamigo is probably happening after we've been <laughs> sent all around. And, and, and do all this other stuff, and then we actually, you know, maybe sink our teeth into Alamigo. You know, that's, you know, that's the, that's the, is that the yeah. defeating Nidhogg part of the story? 
you know? Yeah, maybe so. And may, maybe there's the, I kind of like the concept of kind of getting to uh, Garlemald from both sides, mm-hmm. almost this pincer attack type thing, because if you got Doma rebelling and you got people coming from the east and you got, now we're having, now there's problems in the east, what the shit? We turn our back to the west and then we go in for the attack on Alamigo while the the Empire is distracted with trouble in the east. Derplander's got them on both sides, you know? We've That's, that's the thing they, that's scary for me, though, story-wise, is they've already told us a lot of Alamigo has been under the rule so long, most of them don't even realize they sh- might want to rebel. Well, maybe we yeah, don't I ever Alamigo. We may not liberate. Maybe that's what he means too. Maybe maybe it's a I don't know. Maybe it's a lost cause. Maybe they nuke it. <laughs> maybe they just fuck, fucking See, Alamigos destroyed. Now it's a wasteland, just like the burn on the author. Nuke it from orbit. What if I just called oh. it, y'all? Another Dalam Dalamut again. There's every every patch now will have Dalamut in it. They're all just summoning Dalamuts to destroy anything they want. Then we ride Dalamut to the next planet. Yoshida, call me. I got ideas. Six point oh and beyond. I got you. Oh my god. Um, one other thing. Let's see. What's this? What did this jump out at me? Oh, um, there's been talk. This is from JP Outlet. There's been talk about introducing a quick leveling potion, jumping potion, and I'd like more details about that. This is something we're still debating in the team. What? I. Th- we can't say anything now, but we hope to have an announcement soon during the live letter. Is this still a smokescreen, Yoshida? They've Yoshi already did? been talking. I don't know. I thought they already kind of were like, it's going to be a thing. I thought they had this in China Well, they or already something. do. And they've talked about how it would work. I-, I thought they talked about how it would work when it's brought here. I think they just haven't decided exactly how to implement it. I don't know. I, I, I get, thought this was. I thought they already tied potions. a bow on this, called it done. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I just they, thought you this know, was a done deal. And it sounded like we were getting two jump potions: one to skip story, and one to level a yeah. job. You know, and that it was going hmm. to be probably cost prohibitive <laughs> to just buy seven jump potions. But uh, the other, hmm. they did talk a little bit about uh, the battle system revamp, uh, and and they talked about how they're not rebuilding it from the ground up, but. They're, uh, you know, the skill floor and ceiling they talk about again, about how there's a large, uh, a large gap in, uh, skill and technical players and casual players. And, and, uh, and I agree with this next one, even without using a controller, the button bloat is real. I usually use three full horizontal bars for every class. And sometimes still I have to drag other things up on a bar on the top of my screen. You know, I, you know, I already mm-hmm. had, you know, a lot of, you know, that's not, that's not my PVP actions. That's a whole nother bar. All my mounts and gear sets are on another bar. Uh, all my foods and potions are on another bar, you know? So, it, you know, the, the bloat is real. I also don't think there was, I never thought that they were going to give us five new spells or, you know, whatever, 10 new spells, you know, they, so I think the revamp is more of a yeah. streamlining. Hopefully it's not. I'm hoping yeah. it's not the dumbing down. I hope it's more of a streamlining. So I guess that's how you look at that mm-hmm. coin, though. I was listening to um, it's Limit Break Radio. I was listening to a older broadcast from either November or December. It was either covering something from a four gamer interview or a Fatsumu, uh, Famitsu. I'm sorry, interview. Um, and 
it was talking about Black Mage in particular, about this thing with the actions and how, you know, the the Black Mages who know how to properly use Enochian, um, and God bless Nero, he's calling it Enochian <laughs> the whole time. Um, Enochian to uh, the Black Mages who know how to use it properly and stay in Fire 4 can, you know, do pump much, much higher numbers, yes. Higher DPS than than those that are doing the 50 rotation. Uh, also, the Black Mages who fuck up their Enochian and have to do it, that's another story because then you have the issue of I'm playing the UI instead of playing mm-hmm. the job. But in regards to the ones that just flat out don't know how to use their abilities, their 60 combo versus their 50 combo, and the ones that do, they were talking about where Enochian would auto-recast, but that those black mages that would use Enochian uh, as, a, as the ability instead of letting it auto-recast uh, would get some kind of bonus to their DPS, and therefore they're properly playing the job, but those that improperly play it will kind of get spoon-fed the Enochian. Like, here's your free Enochian <laughs> because you don't realize that you can hit the button or something like that. So, uh, I don't know how to take that. Um, it, it, why not just up the DPS of the job then and take out Enochian? I, I, I don't know. I, but, but regardless, you could call that a streamlining by making it where the player doesn't have to worry yeah, themselves with... Some some other new you set of actions to on topping it. Skillful play, and that's the part that will bother me, is if that if I could just hit one two three four on I could just set up one two three four on all of my jobs and just push them in order, I win. You know, versus you know being yeah. rewarded for actually pushing. I I think we're gonna see a lot more stance dancing for jobs. In I kind of feel like all the where jobs should th- have a stance and let us dance. And- where if you're if you if you know how to stance dance, you're gonna do higher DPS. But if you don't know how, you'll do okay DPS. But again, you're still. And this goes back to the goddamn DPS meter thing that we'll get to. <laughs> is that you know if somebody's not doing their sixty rotation, they're gonna get called out. That shit gets called out, even without oh, a Oh, I can parser. see what the Black Mage it's is people... casting. I can see that they're just casting Blizzard You can 3. see. You can see if a Dragoon, I guess, is not using Blood of the Dragon or something else. So you can see this shit, and you would be able to call somebody out. What's the difference between having a DPS meter? I guess if I wanted to overanalyze and stare at everybody, it would be more difficult so it obscures who the shit player is. So instead, we're going to just give you free Enochians and, I guess, free Blood of the Dragons because we don't think you're skilled enough to hit the button. In fact, we know you're not, but so to not embarrass you, we won't show you what number. We'll probably show you a color instead or something. Okay, moving on, moving on. on. But rant. Rant. Okay, was there anything else from that? Uh, Anything else in here? Only I, we need VR, man. Oh, yes, the VR. I'm going to buy a headset for this. Um, Apparently, no, not apparently. (laughs) We're not getting this, but it does. It says, "Hey, are you plans? Do you guys have any plans with VR?" And Yoshida says, "We've tested the VR. You have to have 60 FPS, or you're going to vomit all over yourself." I read an article about another game that was hitting 45 FPS, and the person who was doing the doing the review actually vomited and could not could could not do the review because the game was so bad. You cannot play at 45 FPS in VR. I can't play fucking 
60 plus FPS video games on a flat screen TV without getting nauseous, yeah. I would die if I played VR. <laughs> anyway, um, we have some ideas talking to the media about a special room like Mikote Paradise where you pay $50 and go in and have some fun with Mikote. We've brought this up with the designers on our team. So far, no one has raised their hand saying they want to make it yet. They're all secretly making it in the back room and using it for themselves. Yeah, Mikote. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. All right. There's some, some That's kind of it for the stuff interviews. in there, though, and some of, it, some of it was stuff we've already heard, but it's, it's good to get it clarified again. We indeed. What do we got next? We still a have a live letter. letter. Oh, that was the about. question and answer one, right? So, they they they. Where did they get these questions? Were they live or were they pre? They pre-cast? okay. So these questions were already brought in. I think some were Twitter, some were from the official forums. Ben was doing a great job how, hosting how was his it. Hair? He was a little short for the podium. His hair was okay. fabulous as always. Why would you even ask that? Um, they, I think they had to bring him a box to stand on or something, or they lowered the podium. Well, that podium is pretty high. The podium's pretty tall. Well, it's Koji's fault. Koji's pretty tall. Uh, so uh, Ben, Ben did a great job. I'm seeing. You know, in fact, I saw not of Matt. I saw not oh. a bit of Matt. I think I believe he was getting over the flu. Oh. So, uh, best regard to you. Their Bayonne, because I know you were not well, so I hope you're feeling better, sir. Um, but um, they did the question and answer. They they drew him from a box. Yelta, I I know you didn't watch this live, I, but I, how would you, if you had a magic crystal ball and you could tell the future of a Q&A at a live letter, what would your crystal ball tell you the questions would be about? Tacos. <laughs> no, 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 you know they it's, wouldn't it's ask got, about tacos because oh, okay, they never um, goddamn ask oh, wait, about tacos. Uh, oh, they always ask about more separating face and hair and horn options. That's one of them. Okay, so we okay, did. And that's we the got first a question one. about the character Faces, creation. Body yep, shape, yep, yep. But slider, but slider was um, was that, and and they said they would talk about it. But Yoshida kind of rolled his eyes there. Uh, what uh, else? What uh, else? Do you racial. Think? Sex and underwear. That, yep, is that, yep. That's in they there too. About okay, yep. good. That's in good. there. Um, I'm not looking at the screen. Uh, something worthless and glamoury that no one fucking cares about. I'm scroll. I'm just gonna scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> I I think there may be oh one more worthlessly glamour question somewhere. Can you, can you get a cryo outfit on the here. Mog Station? Uh, yeah, cryo yeah. outfit. You know that actually. Then when I was kind of okay with because mm-hmm. I like. Some of the outfits, although it'll be female only, and I wouldn't be able to wear it, and it's a cool Final Fantasy three. Uh, would you ever outfit, consider adding umbrellas add to the game to act like minions? Oh, that you was kind of a, a decent question. Nah, too. I don't like that question. No, you don't like that question. Well, the thing is, they talked about it being a mount, so they were talking about bringing Mary oh, Poppins into Lord. the game and having like. To, so the Mary Poppins thing, they kind of got me. I was like, all right, I can see because we have a little bit of a Cinderella feel with not Cinderella. I'm sorry, the Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. feel with some stuff. I wouldn't mind a little bit of some Disney action from that, but no Kingdom Hearts shit. I don't want that. Um, oh, oh, gold saucer games. I guess I could have called that one. Gold saucer games, games. Gold saucer games. I, they didn't ask about eggy glamour. I was very surprised that they didn't have one. <sighs> what the big the big theme with each question asked was Yoshida was visibly more and more 
put out. These are not the questions you wanted like or something? Or? I feel no, I feel like this is a shtick ah. now. Where where they ask him they ask him questions, he's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding okay. me? Okay. So like yeah. like if you Celine suffers a knockback, it it your it's it's your job to put them back. Uh, I I can yeah. There are a lot of fights in the main scenario in Class Quest that I really enjoy. Could we add a way to, way to replay them? Number one, this was asked yes, at our was. fan fest yeah. in Vegas. Uh, secondly, it's a it's, it's a dumb question. And Yoshida has a dumb answer for you. It's a nice idea. Make a new character. And he laughed. He straight up laughed. I, I The salt was real and I felt it. And it was it was actually pretty delicious. There was one question... That he straight up stood up and was about to walk out. And it's uh, it's this one. Can we have an in-game parser that shows our DPS to only ourselves? An official one would make it easier for PS4 users as well. Now, Yelta, I think this is a valid oh, oh, question. Oh, yes! I think this is a valid question. And why he, why he walks away, yeah, I get the shtick. But of any question to walk away from, and I get it because you don't want to answer this directly and you don't mm-hmm. want to put fuel on this imaginary fire that you think the, the, that the people will act like savages uh, if they see their number. Um, Yoshida is real, dude. We want this. So he answers, no, and there's a reason. 100% understand you want to see your DPS but it opens up that way for harassments. Once the tool is released, it's not before, long before somebody's retooled it so they can see the entire party. Uh, we're 100% certain that it will lead to a deal of infight. How are you 100% certain? Can you show us the, the well, statistics and, I, and the research and that I'm you did on that? And I'm very angry about the next paragraph, too. During the 3.x series, we saw that the skill gap has grown between upper and lower level players. That's why we're focusing focusing on revamping the battle system once the gap is closed. Only then will we reconsider this implementation. At the moment, however, it'll only hurt the community. So does this Um, mean this is what worries me? Where if 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 pushing your buttons isn't going to matter, you're always going to do at level 70. Everyone's going to either do 3,000. Or three thousand two hundred damage, and there's no way to differ. Either the good players will do two hundred DPS more. The problem with this statement here is: is this a one-time only statement, mm-hmm. or is this what we see from Yoshida that every expansion, mm-hmm. the things he doesn't like, he's just going to start them from scratch? Yeah. So, do we take this as a you know what? We want to fix the thing once and for all. And then we'll start add this other things, or is it we're gonna fix it for this go around, and then the next time this comes up, we'll fix it again in 5.0, and we'll fix it again in 6.0 once the gap is closing. But what does that really mean? Once we've pushed Enochian for the Black Mages, once we've well, that's pushed how I'm Blood reading it. I'm like once we once dragoons, we've ma- once we've taken all the skill out of the button pushing, we'll show you the numbers because they won't be that different anyway. That's what I'm scared of with yeah. that that answer. Well, don't worry about numbers because Yoshida here says we have something planned that's maybe not a system that will show DPS as a number, but there's something that will show you maybe how you did something and how you maybe do something different on another try and 
Next question. What the shit does that mean? All I could think of was George W. Terror. Bush's that, terror. This is why I started seeing that on Twitter that day, isn't it? I started seeing all these Twitter posts that were like the terror alerts color scale. You know, uh, what, what, what's the most dangerous color? Red, and, and uh, who's got the orange DPS, and who's got the yellow and the green? Uh, or what? what is this last line? Did something and how to maybe do something different on another try. What do you mean on well, another try? It's well, going to be like, next time try this, is, this? So I'm reading that, and word for word. I hope Roll comes up and goes, Mega Man, Mega Man, maybe you should try yeah. Enochian on the well, next Well, I'm like, is fight. this going to hold your hand and teach you something? Is, it, uh, is this... Le- is this hinting at the expansion of the training hall? Mm. I wouldn't mind a 50 training hall that did show you some stuff, something like, and at this point, it's not a 30 training oh, hall. No. It's a 50 S- training maybe, hall. Because we be all know 50 is. At this point. Well, it could be 60. Yeah, you're, you know if what? If we're going to 70. If we're going to 70, then people need to know the 60 rotation could start now. Uh, the only reason I say 50 New is jobs, because yep. uh, Red Mage and, uh, and, and, and uh, Samurai will be at 50. But at, at the, on the same token, they, they will probably add the five abilities as you level up from, I guess, 50 to 60 to give you some sort of progression to make you feel like you mm. learned something because you will already know all the shit you would have learned from 1 to 50. And, and then at that point, there will be like, Come to our level level sixty battle hall and learn how to do uh, whatever our hall of the novice, uh, and then as a seventy, you should know at least your your sixty rotation going into it. I don't know. I don't know. Could, maybe that could they maybe write that something we'll smart do. enough to give you feedback because that's the other thing it kind of reads like. Is it is it actually going to mm-hmm. give you feedback on what you did not do correctly? Are they going to write that for every job? I don't know. I don't know. So, we'll we see. We will see. Uh, they asked about Hildebrand. Hildebrand flew to the east. I'm sure we'll, we'll get no, that Well, no, what they talked again. about specifically is Hildebrand used to have trials and be much cooler, right? Right? Oh, yeah, That's, right. And then, then they're like, and oh, and then 3.0. They, they, they said that they went over. Yeah, o- so they dodged yeah, the question. Yeah, they're like, in 2.0, we went overboard. We decided to take a break from him in 3.0. So they brought him back, but... So trials are overboard. Yeah, I don't know. And and again, we've ranted about this before. We don't need two Hildebrand quests every single patch. You could, right. you know, roll these out every six months and give me, give me a fun, interesting storyline. And I enjoyed those trials. I thought that was a good place to put the goofy trials. I bet, you know, I don't think that they're not going to put trials. I think they're going to put them somewhere else. Do they belong in Hildebrand? Well, maybe not, because maybe not yeah. everybody wants to do Hildebrand. I guess it's easier to talk to somebody behind a counter and it unlock yeah. the, the new thing. But it's cooler when it's got some store. It's funnier when Fungal <laughs> Man and Ultros are trying to blow you off the platform and there's a story involved with and it. And minions. Whatever. And minions. Chickens. I liked. <laughs> no. I, I, I like that. But you know, me and Cinna did that the other day because I was trying to get the Bart's card, which I ended up winning from mm-hmm. an NPC anyway. But um, that was kind of fun. But we had to alternate because you know the chain will right. go on one person, and that person's kind of foobard. But it doesn't do any mechanics while the chain is on that one person. But it, honestly, just relearning that fight was a thing in itself. I was like, what the hell is they're, this? Dude? They're weird. They have mechanics. odd. They were. They were a little harder. I will admit they were a little harder to figure out even than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. They may have gone slightly overboard 
with the complexity, but then you like seemed to out level them quickly anyway. So when you would go back in, it was like, oh. And I could see like since the fungal dude, I can't even remember his name. He he's he's in the gold saucer. I could see that more as a like an extra mission for the gold yeah. saucer. Like he he broke into the gold saucer and is not gonna you know or something like that. Or so I could see that not having to be Hildebrand content. But I, you know I want Hildebrand to be more enjoyable in shorter bursts. Uh, not shorter bursts. I guess more extended bursts. But in a like every other patch, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Every other patch is good for me for Hildebrand. And and God, what are they going to do with the schoolboys? Well, I hope not. I still haven't done that. I still have not done that schoolboy stuff. I style. went and did like one more quest, realized I don't give a fuck. And then I, I but I don't want to skip through everything, right? I want to read. Don't burn my book. <laughs> Somebody's missing. I don't, that's all I remember. I don't know. I know, I know people have admitted to spamming through the entire thing just because they need the emote. And I'm. Uh, I was touched in the confession booth. No, we'll probably get some emo samurai Ronin story or something. Ooh. I don't know. I'm calling it emo samurais. Emo Ronin. Emo samurai. Emo, emo I'm, Ronin. I'm ready. Anyway. Uh, no, you got anything think, else? Palace of the Dead crossover? Yeah, cross server? They're working, working on, on crossover on stuff, is kind of what it came down to, I think. Uh, okay. Far Edge of Fate. 3.55 A. 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 Um, this goes live what, next it's week? It's Tuesday, a week from today that we're recording this. The 28th. Uh-huh. So what are we getting, uh, you We're getting to tell the us? final Anima story quest. There's, some people are, are guessing it will be easy. I really thought the light farming bit we did was really easy. But at the same time, I'm trying to decide if, if this would be the victory lap. This right, has be the it, I think they lap. could make it. Go talk to five yeah, NPCs. Yeah, so I, I don't, I, I don't really get the feeling that they'll make it very, very hard. Uh, but uh, what does that get you? Two sixty-five uh, or two seventy? I don't wonder. know. I think we don't know. Okay. People are guessing, and uh, it being the very last animal weapon of the patch, and you know they're not introducing, you know, probably. No more weapons. I'll probably do yeah. a new storyline for four. It's, it seems to be the way. So, uh, so I, I, I wouldn't even be surprised, honestly, if the if they were as strong as the uh, Alex weapons at the end. I would think they like, are. I think gonna... this go around. They've really made the relics. Yeah, good. some. You know, I, I don't. I'm not sad about getting my black mage one, right? Uh, and and at this at this point, honestly, the people who've been farming the fuck out of Savage have had their weapons for a while. Right, so it really sure. doesn't hurt them. I don't think at this point. If you're beating a twelve S, you shouldn't be done with <laughs> other people at this point. Yeah. So late in the game, or getting relic weapons, yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that because yeah, I got my black mage one, and I want to continue on. And if they do the nerf, somebody guessed when the nerf would be. If they do the umbright nerf, I'm finishing the white mage one, and I'll probably do the final quest for both of those. So do you? Where are you're still on umbright, right? On right. I'm still on umbright. Pain in the ass. So we're also getting the Zloe. Yep custom deliveries so that intrigues me something for crafters and gatherers right yes and then then they talk about how this is just the beginning that they're gonna do something in 4.0 with it too so she's got her own backstory and needs help and blah 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 blah. and there's a quest so yeah i really like crafter content you know uh blue scripts was kind of a thing but that was more of a mechanic um, I hope this is more like rewards for crafters. Like maybe it's a 
Maybe it's a book for crafts. I don't really want a book. I'd rather have something different than a book. But um, I hope there's some good crafting rewards well, that come out of this. Because, I mean, grinding blue scripts oh, for was, crafting materials that. and stuff is boring. I'm hoping, this is, I'm hoping that this will give us maybe even, like, good shared gear or something to start. I feel like this should get us some nice upgrades so we can start strong in 4.0. There's not a whole lot of ways to get 5 uh, grade five material yeah, yeah, for crafters. You can you can get those um, those new machiki matters or whatever, but uh, those are more like you yeah. get those out of the the wanderer's tail. And then what else? What's the other place? I feel like there might be one other spot you can get it, but wanderer's tail is kind of a it's it's just battle really content. The, only, the, the major think, place. Don't to you get, get the it. matter yeah. out of one of the void arc? One of those? Yeah. Yeah, but not not the no, crafter right. ones. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like we need some, some alternatives for getting crafter material, especially this late in the game. Now, at this point, I'm not really mad if people start getting some Ironworks gear kind of crafted up. Because you really either you love crafting and you got it done or you, the, you're kind of doing it just so you can it's repair It's the same thing I feel about the relic weapon at this point, maybe even being more powerful than, you know, the Alex weapon. At this point, it's like, this is this is so maybe people can, you know, get geared out. You know, we had the, the crafting, we had the Moogle quests, right? They were all really easy and a really easy way to get to 60. Maybe this will be the really easy way to gear up and be ready for Stormblood. So I, I'm, that's what I'm kind of hoping. And maybe some fun stuff too. I'm not really sure. So anyway, we're also getting the Proto Ultima Battle. We're getting accessories. I level 270. That's exciting. Fine. They listen yeah. to us. We're getting accessories out of a fight. And since these are 270, it makes me think the Relic will be 270. Yeah, but. yeah. People are kind of guessing 270, 275. I think it would be kind of fun. It just give mm -hmm. that an extra push. But uh, no, I've wanted, Wait. I'm hoping, you know, to just completely blinged out. I'm, I'm hoping we learn how to do this fight because they won't talk about it. The patch notes aren't going to talk about even how even to go figure out how to unlock the fight. Right? Exactly. I want to go and wow. farm the fuck out of and get all, you know, all my accessories for all my jobs. That, that thing is going to keep me busy. Right? So, yay. Uh, the feast is gonna get new maps and items adjustments, and a new season will start. Uh, additionally, uh, increased drop rates for Sophia and Demon Whistle drops. Yay! Yay. Uh, the nerf I, is I already to... here, but I, I, of of thirty clears on Zervin, I've not seen one. Yeah, burn. I haven't seen one either, and I'm at twenty seven or twenty eight clears or something. Uh, the Garo gear is going to be reobtainable by the Calamity Salvager, so I'm assuming that means like other things. If you've earned them once, Trash you can throw it, it away, it. Mm -hmm. and we're going to be able to uh, get our Abes and High Summoner attire at that point. So, and uh, oh. yeah, Diadem's not in it. Yeah, that's oh. why it's three point five five oh. A. So when they talked about this, he was really, like, he was very apologetic. He was kind of bowing and all that stuff. And I get it. I get it. I rather would not want something buggy. Because he said, he mentioned something about mm -hmm. a dungeon. Like something, it's a new, t the raid dungeon, whatever. Um, so if it's good, I'll give him some time. And he really wasn't talking, like, a huge time. Like a week later. Yeah, they're maybe like, they're like two. seven or nine or something. Even if it was two weeks later. You know, honestly... A week or two of us to do other content, and then they give us the diadem. That's going to be fine. 
I don't. No one should be crying sure. about it. So, so let's see. Oh, they also talked about the Garo gear is available for MGP. That's supposed to be the un another yeah. apology. Uh, it's going to be three point five six. They couldn't get it in. There's so many patch three point fives. Three point five six will have the diadem and the main scenario. Look yeah. how salty this mofo is. If you run out of things to do, I recommend more animal weapons. Yoshida. Oh, my goodness. All right. Oh, cruel. Th- then they also... Go uh, ahead. And then we... Yeah, yeah, the Guinness thing. Oh, I'm not going to steal the thunder from you. Talk about <laughs> talk about Jack, because I think Jack? that was his name, Jack. I, I think I don't know. Jack. All I know is that, that Final Fantasy got the longest end credits of an MMO video game. And your Twice. name is in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think my real name, because wow. I own two legacy accounts... My real oh, yeah. legal name is in it, and my character's name is in it. I know. Very nice. A... But, uh, no, so uh, what is it? A staggering one hour and 38 minutes. That's that's how long those yeah. roll? The, everybody laughed at that point, and that's why Yoshida here in this comment says, you laugh, but this award means a lot to me. I mean, honestly, kind of the legacy players kept it going. From 1.0 to 2.0, so it, you know, there was an audience that wanted this game to succeed. So I think that is something to be proud about. He kept the interest. I mean, 1, two, one two, 3 was amazing. Yes. 1, 2, three, you know? like, like one, two 3, and yeah, I think 1.18, I remember things seeming like, oh, there's stuff to do and things make sense now. And mm-hmm. and then it was, I think it was better the job and patch, better yeah. and better. And, and then uh, 2.0 honestly was like kind of out of left field, honestly. It kind of threw a curveball, but at the same time, still awesome. I don't, I, a lot of us weren't mm-hmm. expecting, we were expecting 1.23 with better servers, right? That's what a lot of us were expecting, not this full rewrite. So. But uh, we also, they got the most original pieces of music in a video game at 384 original compositions. Holy shit, soaking. I love them all. So, yeah, and that's not counting, you know, Stormblood. We're getting music in Stormblood, guys. So, Uh, the Final Final Fantasy franchise itself got most prolific RPG series, 87 titles. Wow. Wow. I've played them all. I've no, played a lot of them. Close. The numbered yeah. ones for sure. <sighs> Very cool. Well, that was pretty much the live letter. Um, I didn't watch much more after that. I know there was a music panel that is uh, covered on Gamer Escape. I read the transcript. It's it's cute. Um, they're both cute <laughs> guys. The music, you know, Uematsu is kind of an oddball. He has these drinking stories he talks about. Sokind is kind of an oddball and has some drinking stories, and they share some of these pantsless <laughs> drinking stories in in this article. And they also talk about their inspirations. And um, I, I thought it was kind of cool because they asked Uematsu what he felt about people uh, making arrangements from his work. And he said, my work, my songs are like children. And if my children go out and somebody puts a jazz jacket on it or somebody puts a rock jacket on it, they're like they're like clothing that you put on my kid. So if my kid looks cool in the clothes, I feel good about it. Now, there's some that don't, you know, they, I don't want my kid to be dressed ugly. So, you know, he, he does monitor, you know, who's, who's doing the arrangements and which ones. And he says he works with people he's worked with for a long time, usually on those kind of things. But, um yeah, he, he doesn't mind the arrangements, and I thought yeah. that was a nice little analogy. 
Well, musicians love making music and they love taking music and making something new out of it. And I, it's kind of cool that they get that. Yeah. Yes. So go read it. Uh, check it out. That's on uh, Gamer Escape. It's called When Musicians Collide, Nobu Uematsu and uh, Masa, Masayoshi Soken Recap. Uh, and uh, as a bullet point, I don't even know where it came from, but Koji mentioned tacos. He, but well, he was specifically talking about, I think, like if they, because right, uh, Storm Stormblood's going to be to the east. What if we had something to the west? And something he was talking about foods he missed and tacos. And could we have tacos in the game? <laughs> We're like, yes. bring us tacos. Tacos. Listen, guys, we will be on top. As soon as we get this translation, we find out more about the taco. We're going to push the story wide open. We need these yeah. tacos. Yeah. And, and I think at this point, we deserve more than one kind of taco. We need at least two taco dishes. I'm, just, I'm, I'm exactly. bringing the bar up. My demands have gotten I'm higher. I'm hungry, Yelta. <laughs> like right now, I'm, I'm hungry, and it's not helping tacos. me. Talking about these tacos. Oh, let's talk about I want pianos. Pianos. Um, so they had the concerts, the piano and primal concerts. Again, the piano concert was beautiful. Susan sang. She did Dragon Song and Answers. And uh, they did the, the the normal numbers that they've been playing at the other the other concerts. Uh, the primal concert, I uh, caught bits and pieces, but I most definitely caught the end of it where they brought Miss Susan Calloway out to sing Oblivion. Um, why, why, why? For both North American Fan Fest, did we not hear Oblivion? The first one, Shiva wasn't yeah, out yet, they, they so I got it. it. I understand, but why we couldn't we had we couldn't get a singer to do Oblivion for the for hours? Well, they had Miss Calloway do it. It was amazing. I hope we get to get a recorded version oh. of that in the future. And she had a really nice tweet that said, "For one night only, I was a primal, and it felt good to sing with them or whatever." And so. It was awesome. A great concert. They the 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 venue it looked like the floor was had a smaller space, but they had two balcony sections, I think, that kind of wrapped around the, the inside, the round room there. And um it was just it was like a concert hall, and I'm sure they got the, the best uh the best um sound that they could get there and it looked awesome. And then at the end of the whole dang thing, when they announced the end, there were streamers, and there was See, confetti. we didn't get confetti. And we none didn't get none shit. of that shit. I want to see Bayonne vacuuming the place <laughs> at, the, at the end the of 2018 Fan Fest. And the confetti will be taco-shaped. That's right. <laughs> Oh, all right. That's it. And that's, that's it. The, that's kind of... And, and there was actually a lot more, but Christ... <laughs> oh, of course, there was a lot more. I got—I just wasn't up at 5 a.m., you know, or whatever to watch all the different events. But it's over. All the fan fests are done. We've kind of got all that information that was a build-up. Some fans feel like they didn't get the information that they felt they deserved out of this. I thought there was a good bit of information. I'm still waiting to hear battle stuff. I'm still waiting to hear uh, a lot of the, uh, the changes come down mm -hmm. the pike that we haven't gotten. And I still feel like there's going to be some disappointment that we're going to get a little later on about some of the content as well. So I, I not, nothing in particular that I'm seeing, but there's always a there's little always bad salt. with the good that we get. Yeah. 
So, you know, there's going to be more, and there's stuff that he's saving for latter live letters. I think one of the interviews said in May they were going to discuss uh, some some of the changes that are being made, but they had to wait until later on before they can share any of that stuff. So we still got a little bit to go. Don't get your panties in a wad yet. Don't start making the petitions <laughs> on the forum just quite get yet. Get the there's, pitchforks. There's a, there's a little ways to torches. go. Yeah, get your uh... pitchforks and torches ready, folks. All right, we mentioned it briefly. Uh, Stormblood is available for pre-purchase on Steam. So if you, because if that's the only way you're gonna get it, if you've already got a Steam account or on Steam. So uh, then uh, we mentioned also that the Abe's and High Summoner attire that exchange is coming soon. That'll be patched in, I'm assuming, into the game because we have all those little things of faith that we can turn in. Yes, so that's uh, a week from today so. or a week be the twenty eighth. Uh, we talked about the 20. world record. So, as a reminder, the gear design contest, that's for the ranged magic DPS and healer edition. That deadline is rapidly approaching. It's uh, February 24th. So, so you <laughs> might hear this it, podcast and go, oh, shit, I better send that <laughs> in now. That's in three days, guys. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. uh, let's, uh, let's see. Let's, what are we going to do? Oh, we have, we have a do the cuteness overload. <laughs> Oh, this is cute. I saw this on the Japanese one, but I couldn't read the moon runes, so I didn't know what they were talking about. I, You know, I was like, oh, this is probably some plush that they get out of the vending machine over there and we'll never see anything. But um, the EU community team, they, they're talking about this plush, and we, we've got a baby behemoth is what we're talking about. It's the super adorable baby behemoth plush. The cutie will make its debut at the European Fan Festival. Um, it is a cuteness overload, and it looks like the one in-game. It'll premiere in Frankfurt. It's the first time it'll be sold anywhere. Of course, after the event, it'll be available for others as well. If you have a ticket to the grand finale, you can already buy it from the pre-purchase website. Keep in mind that pre-purchasing ends on Friday, the 10th of February, which is long past. But, um, yeah, I don't, I haven't looked to see if this is in the store or what's going on with that, but, um, this is cute. I like it. It's even got the little, um... The little band-aid looking thing <laughs> on the side of his head. I know. I, I clicked the site and it just made me see that they, the little Nanamo too is adorable. Oh, the little yes. Nanamo is adorable. I think Fusion took one home. Because he was he was there on site. Oh, uh, Gamerscape's yeah. Fusion X was there on, uh, in, in Frankfurt for the fan festival. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got the shirts. Oh, and I've been cute, skipping cute, cute. things that have a housing item because I'm scared that I'll move and lose it. <laughs> That's mm. just me, though. They got to fix that. Oh. Uh, again, thank you to um, Fusion X and those at Gamer Escape who um, put this information together and allowed us to, to get some of that info off of it. Anyway. Moving on, moving, moving on. on. Moving on moving All on. right, let's go, let's go to happy hour because it has been two hours. So, yeah. uh... Oh Ruby, you received this enormous so got... email. I'm going to let you run with it. Yes, two hours, but I'm going to read this whole damn email that was sent to us by Mithrin Scarlet, who has written us before. Hi, Gather Together. I haven't emailed in a while, so I thought I'd drop by and say hi. I've transitioned from mid-core to almost hardcore as I've cleared A9S and will eventually get around to learning and clearing the rest of Savage. I still main Paladin, but I equally main Dark uh, just as much and love them both. I've got a little better understanding on best in slot and what stats are valuable with each class, and I got a few classes to 60, such as white, black, nin, and almost monk. I like to solo duty find synced for ponies, birds too, 
Never running anything unsynced. Doing that, I already have Garuda, Titan, Ifrit, and Leviathan Ponies, as well as Bismarck, Ravana, Thornton, and Sophia Birds. Well, nice. Obviously, I use Party Finder when it's required, but I just find sync challenge parties with randoms and no coordinated pre-mades so much more fun. I like watching players learn and improve and overcome the challenges, especially Titan Extreme. I'm working on my Nidhogg Bird now. Already cleared a good 20 times in random different PFs. Cross server party finder, thank you. I'm, uh, but I'm a little apprehensive to learn Sephiroth and Zervin as they seem very annoying, complex for non-static parties. So I wanted to ask more about the White Mage. I find it hard to understand what exactly best in slot is, as there's a lot of different opinions about it. I asked my FC, and one of our White Mage prefers Debt Piety with Spell Speed on top of it. But I hear Ruby talk about how he's found new love in Crit. What's best? What about accuracy? Absolutely love White Mage, especially because of Cure 3. Like Ruby said, Cure 3 is one big reason White Mage will never get replaced. So I like to learn more about how to really be good at it, what, uh, good at it like I am with tanking. The hardest content I've done is White Mage is uh, Dunsky and a couple extreme synced primals like Garuda Shiva. And I don't feel quite ready to jump into something like Sophia or Nidhogg with it yet. Thanks for the awesome show. Also, hi Yelta. Keep up the awesome work. Maybe I'll email again in the future and ask Yelta for a crash course in Black Mage. Oh yeah, I also got my Fenrir mount a few weeks ago, but like Ruby, I kind of prefer other mounts. I've also been working a bit on Triple Triad too. I'll probably send in another email soon about Paladin so Ruby can pick it up and not be so scared of it. It's so brain dead easy. If you can White Mage Savage, you can definitely easily handle Paladin in anything in the entire game. Tanking anything as Paladin, even like A12S, <laughs> is definitely far easier than healing like Bismarck Extreme or something, to give you an idea. With love from Gilgamesh, Mithra, and Scarlet. If that is true, <laughs> I find that hard to believe because White Maging Bismarck is a joke. So maybe it's just because I'm so used to White Maging or healing in general. I'm used to staring at party hot bars that... I get so used to looking at something other than the enemy in front of me and the rotation that, that maybe that's what makes it difficult for Paladin. But send it to me. I'd love to hear it. I'd also like to get my ass into some content and get over my irrational fear of tanking. It's so scary. But <laughs> I, it's scary to me. I think what's scary is the way the community represents tanking. Not represents. I think Not represents. That's not the right word. How they interpret how a tank should act. Meaning, I will do nothing and I will make the tank lead. And I'm a leader at my job. I, I, I lead in, in many aspects of my life. And we're all leaders. And, you know, you, everybody deserves a trophy and a sticker for a job well done. You're all leaders and good, good Samaritans in the society. No, I, I lead at work and I, I, I lead a team and I hire and fire and all that good stuff. With, and, and sometimes I don't want to lead. And to think I need to come home and tell DPS where to go and what to move, you know. I, I don't feel like that. that's really what a tank should have to do. I think a good tank can lead. I think a good healer can lead and a good DPS can lead too and know where they stand and where what to do in their rotation. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, about your thing about White Mage. Um, it, what best in slot? Man, it, you, really, you really answer your own question here. It really depends on your preference because unlike some of the other jobs, I think healer roles have a little more gray area to play with that they can prioritize other stuff. The reason I've been prioritizing crit lately, partially because I never did it before and I wanted to do it, partially because it's my understanding, and I could be wrong, somebody please let me know, 
is that crit has no cap. Crit in heaven's word has been made to have, I guess, exponential gains as you add it. And so therefore, there's no soft cap like maybe debt has. I don't think piety has a cap, but I would say if you're doing but piety should be a, a, a priority for any white mage because white mage can't make their own MP. Other than shroud and, and a size, you're not getting any P, any any MP anywhere. And the bigger your MP pool is, the more MP you'll get back from those actions. Because you're getting a percentage back from a size and you'll get you'll get more of a tick back from your Shroud of Saints the bigger the piety pool that you have. So you want a bigger piety pool. Now, if you're doing spell speed, spell speed's good for your hots, it's good for your dots, but you gotta land them, of course. Same with crit, you're gonna do bigger stuff, but you gotta land them. The reason I shun from accuracy is it's it's fucked mm-hmm. for healers. Yoshida said they, he didn't want you to, to DPS. He made it so that you would have to stack all of your material with accuracy on, on probably crafted gear for you to be able to hit the accuracy needed for you to be a viable DPS, your healing will suffer. And you probably, at this point in the game, you could you could probably supplement it with some other gear and be okay. And so you could be a battle healer, I suppose, but it's not really optimal for it's like, oh shit moments, I don't think. I could be totally wrong, but uh, I don't think it's. I, I, I think it's been. I think it's been made in such a way that it keeps you from trying to do accuracy. The game has been made in such a way that they don't want you to do accuracy. So that's why we're hoping for the accuracy changes in 4.0. I think it's, it's got it it they the got to do something this. with accuracy, especially healer accuracy. It's ridiculous. The rest of us, the rest of us, so, makes sense to maybe slot some accuracy, eat some food. But you have to go all accuracy. You have to go all in. Yeah, I get it. If you're if you're only a few points away from some accuracy cap, and there's a better pair of boots that have a shit, you know, you could be dropping a shit ton of this accuracy, and a couple of melds will get your black mage, your summoner, your monk, your whoever to the accuracy that you need to get there. But for healers, it's just I don't know. So uh, anyway, that's the answer to my question. It's it could be it could be that crit is flavor of the expansion though. Yeah. So as we see these changes. It could be that there is an equal arrangement that a, a debt a debt healer, a spell speed healer versus a crit healer, maybe more like 2.0 kind of felt. Um, or there could be the cookie cutter. This is the right way to do it. We'll find out in 4.0. Right now, I think I think crit is a is a good way to go as long as you've got the piety to back up your actions, you know, and the debt to have enough. But your mind should take care of it. That if you're if you're keeping your gear up to date, you shouldn't have any issues as a healer and a content. And if all else fails, play Astrologian because they're <laughs> OP. Um, what else was in here? Um, the birds. You, you sound like you're doing great, boss. Um, I will try your tips as you send them to me. Congratulations on your birds. I think you got as many as I've got, except for I'm, I think I got one more than you, boss. And then, um, yeah, I guess I guess I need to look forward to these Irvin drops for the bird. Because so I haven't seen a one. I, I, I need this firebird. Mm-hmm. It needs to I be in our, I still need Nidog. And that needs to be in my life. I need to get back on that farming train. Yeah. We'll do it. We've got some... I'm pretty happy, though. we got some people who are, like, actually playing a lot now. And they're like, let's go run something. 
Yeah. I'm loving that. I am seeing an increase in stuff. And I know we say this every so often, but, you know, it seems like maybe everybody's schedules are starting to pair up or maybe winter's getting kind of starting to get wrapped up and people are starting to come back back online. I'm seeing some old faces come back on. We've had some some new people to the free company and the link shell has been buzzing and cross server party finders really kept stuff popping. So I don't think there's any lack of stuff to do at this point. There's still plenty for Rubicon Vale to do in game. <laughs> plenty of salty pony runs or, or bird or, runs or to air go quote through. farm parties to waste your time in farm oh parties. They can't oh do tethers and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, last call. Last call. Um, I, I you put this in the notes, but I noticed them too. The speakers network, this remnants of a realm. That's a lot of like s- stuff from like a deeper look of like what was in 1.0 and and how some of it's just like you know stuff was yeah blew some, my the, some mind of the connections are of like wow did not I did not I did not know about that Gilmoran mm-hmm. thing that had moved into the North Shroud. I, di- I had never I didn't I didn't get every warp every oh, crystal or whatever every aetherite yeah. point I had never been that far north on the um on the black shroud map in 1.0 so I had never seen that oh, no, structure. I've been up there yeah and then when he showed and then when he showed the uh the structure as it stands where <laughs> where the uh the bots used to stand <laughs> and kill the fireflies yeah. um I was like, oh my god, that is what that is. That's that's amazing, which is tied into Gelmora, which is tied into Palace of the Dead, and so on and so forth. So 1.0 lore has not died, ladies and gentlemen. 1.0 permeates everything you do in this game. Um, so, uh, you know, legacy for life. But the Speakers Network, you know, they do podcasts as well. I think they're on Twitch. They're YouTube. Of course, they had this this surgence with the um, the Rise and Fall or the Fallen Rise, excuse me, of Final Fantasy fourteen, And now they've kind of had the, this supplement here, which is Remnants of a Realm, before they go into their next round of videos, which I think will happen in uh, in March. So stay tuned to them. They kind of like they kind of came out of the blue to me. They might have been doing stuff for a little while, but Speakers Network has really been, and their videos, their graphics and stuff are so good. They really got some good, some good videos. So check them out. And then the other, of course, which we've, mentioned several times in the podcast here, is GamerEscape.com. They do a content creator roundup. So if you listen to us, if you listen to us, you probably listen to other podcasts. Surely this is not the only Final Fantasy fourteen podcast you listen to. If it is, thank you. But if not, or if it is, and you want to listen to other podcasts, you can go to the roundup. So at GamerEscape.com, every week, usually on Saturday, by Saturday afternoon, you can find... The podcast and content creators um, of the week, uh, and you can go through the list and listen to your favorite. Sign up, subscribe to your favorite ones. A lot of our our friends are there. You know, it would be pretty amazing at some point to do like a, a mix of everybody, and I wouldn't see that as something too far fetched in the future. Of you know, somebody from all the podcasts oh, getting yeah. together and having one big, maybe a four point oh launch party. Oh, that would party. be fun. Would Just be like badass. twelve hours of something. <laughs> something crazy of us of everybody yeah. talking over each other i know other. some of us have been on each other's shows and, and stuff like that and and that's always been really fun very enjoyable yeah we just need a, a gelmorin circle jerk right there on the right there on the oh, platform around the oh, fireflies my did your cut off <laughs> thanks 
All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, leave us a comment. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Give us a ratings, please. And personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter. That's at RubiconVale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. I'm also over on Blogspot, but I need to get on this blog. It's hard to update these blogs, Yelta. It's really tough. Like, after a couple of weeks, you start forgetting that you got a blog. But you can check me out. I'm on Blogspot at Rubicon Bay. You're, you're talking to the lady who hasn't updated Sumisu Sisters since Dreams of Ice. Then I figured you could relate. Dreams of Ice, guys. November 16, 2014. That's the last time. All right. And you can find me on... Uh, the Twitter also at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>